This is the story of writing for January 15th, 2024. In addition to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, it is packed with history. On this day in 1541, Francis I, then King of France, commissioned Jean-Francois Roberval to settle New France, now known as Canada. And it was on this day in 1889 that the Pemberton Medicine Company was incorporated in Atlanta, Georgia. The corporation is now known as Coca-Cola. On January 15, 1892, James Nesmith published The Rules of Basketball. And on this day in 2001, the collaboratively edited and managed online reference Wikipedia was launched. It is the birthday of the actor who wrote, Writing is a little bit like prostitution. First, you do it for love. Then, you do it for a few friends. Then, you do it for money. French playwright Jean-Baptiste Poquelin, better known as Moliere, was born on this day in 1622. He remains one of France's greatest and most influential writers. Even now, some 400 years after his birth, French is still called the language of Moliere. His comedies and other works have been translated into every living language. And it is the birthday in 1754 of the Irish politician and activist Richard Martin. He co-founded the Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. It was the world's first, and so it is the oldest, SPCA. And it is the birthday of the Nobel laureate who said, There comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe nor politic nor popular, but he must take it because conscience tells him it is right. The American minister, activist, orator, and bender of the arc of the moral universe, Martin Luther King Jr. was born on this day in 1929. He is globally famous for his work on advancing civil rights in the U.S., as well as his stirring writing and oration. Far less well-known are his positions that were neither safe politic nor popular, nor quoted in popular media. Here's an example. Quote, the evils of capitalism are as real as the evils of militarism and evils of racism. And here's another, quote, when machines and computers, profit motives and property rights are considered more important than people, the giant triplets of racism, extreme materialism and militarism are incapable of being conquered. King is often associated with his speech now titled, I have a dream, and he is rightly called one of the greatest Americans or the greatest of his generation, or simply the best of us. It is largely because of King that Americans and many others know about nonviolent civil disobedience. And he played a leading role in the movements to realize the right to vote for Americans of color and the right for workers, regardless of skin color, to organize for better working conditions and pay. It seems unlikely that without Martin Luther King Jr., the U.S. Congress and voters would have supported passage of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, and the Fair Housing Act of 1968. This is as good a time as any to dig deeper into Dr. King's lesser-known, lesser-quoted positions, partly because we still have much to learn from him, and partly because his established status as a compassionate and effective leader allows the space for consideration of these positions. And so, two readings today from the controversial writings of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., First, from his speech titled, The Three Evils of Society, written in 1967. Again, we have deluded ourselves into believing the myth that capitalism grew and prospered out of the Protestant ethic of hard work and sacrifice. 
The fact is that capitalism was built on the exploitation and suffering of black slaves and continues to thrive on the exploitation of the poor, both black and white, both here and abroad. And the second, an excerpt published in the compendium of Dr. King's sermons titled A Knock at Midnight. There is a final reason, I think, that Jesus says love your enemies. It is this, that love has within it a redemptive power. And there is a power there that eventually transforms individuals. Just keep being friendly to that person. Just keep loving them. And they can't stand it too long. Oh, they react in many ways in the beginning. They react with guilt feelings. And sometimes they'll hate you a little more at that transition period. But just keep loving them. And by the power of your love, they will break down under the load. That's love, you see. It is redemptive. And this is why Jesus says love. There's something about love that builds up and is creative. There is something about hate that tears down and is destructive. So, love your enemies. And that is the story of writing for January 15th. Thanks for listening.